in hope and prayer, we find ourselves here. In hope and prayer, we're right here. Have you, um, have you tapped your belly and tried to rub your head recently? You know, that thing that I don't know exactly where it comes from, but in my life, I associate with summer camp and my mom telling me, try it when I got bored and was bothering her. Maybe try it right now if you're up for it. The two things at once. Can't remember whether you're supposed to pat your head and rub your belly or the other way around. But try it and feel how your brain and your body are trying to focus attention in two places. If for me, it feels sort of incompatible, but also so almost possible. We are being asked by our ancestors, the future generations, our deepest values as Unitarian Universalists who believe in world community with peace, liberty, and justice for all to do two things at once right now. We are being asked to you, you the vote to protect and defend democracy as it currently exists in this country with all of our hearts and hands and time and effort. And I know from what you all shared in chat that you are doing so much with your hearts and hands and time and effort. And we are being asked to live with our current time of heartbreaking climate chaos, white supremacy, collapse, as Sri Lankan writer Indi Samrajiva calls it, and protect and defend ourselves and our communities and all who we cross paths with, with all of our hearts and time and hands and effort. We are being asked to find a rhythm with two things that can feel intention, that patting of the head and rubbing of belly, and to do all of that while we keep humaning, caring for elders and littles, letting ourselves be cared for, doing jobs or looking for them, doing dishes or working up the energy to face them. The New York Times editorial board said Friday that this current president's reelection campaign poses the greatest threat to American democracy since World War II. And on Friday, I sent an email to my loved ones with a list of things I was thinking of doing these days. On the list, renew and locate passports if possible, take out some cash, pack that emergency bag with iodine tablets, copies of prescriptions, maybe order some things on the internet, like the respirators and goggles, that the stores in Rochester, New York ran out of and my family couldn't get when they have been in the streets protesting for justice for Daniel Prude, who was murdered by police in Rochester, New York. Like we sang, in hope, in prayer, we find ourselves here. In hope and prayer, we're right here.
My guess is many of you already have such an emergency bag because though I really hope that you're not personally being punched in the face, as Samrajiva says in our reading, you all know too much about ash falling from the sky and needing to get out fast. The work we do now is about packing the bags we need for where we find ourselves. So we need a UU The Vote bag. Yes, the one you can find at uuthevote.org or by texting Pledge Love to 51555 if you're not already engaged. We need that bag of text banking and calls and tender, clear conversations with our friends and family about making a plan to vote, getting each other to the polls, taking the kids for a few hours, navigating mail-in ballots, early voting, talk talks for learning that new technology so we can call voters across the country, that deep breath before signing up to be a poll worker or election observer or to text uncle so-and-so again about why voting matters now more than ever. And we need to add to that bag some humility and honesty that this democracy currently is not one. That voter suppression and a system that prevents some people with criminal records and all 11 million undocumented beloved people in this country and a whole other chunk of people who are on the path but not yet citizens from voting. A system that right now is enacting a poll tax of time and exposure to pandemic a democracy built on the genocide of indigenous people, the enslavement of people kidnapped from Africa, and with both of these histories baked into its governance and functioning. We have to put in our bag that this democracy is not what we or our people or our children deserve. And so we need to pack another bag that is about the long haul organizing that Reverend Runwa Hamami, who leads the Unitarian Universalist Justice Ministry of California spoke about. The organizing that is about building a world where we all truly get to rest, where we all survive and thrive and are nourished and a system of governance reflects our values of inclusion and liberation where the people most impacted by policies about healthcare and housing and mass incarceration and policing and public education are the ones who actually, actually make the decisions about how those systems should function. And we need to add to that bag some real honest talk about how we take care of each other right now so that when a moment of crisis comes to our corner, our block, our beloved mountains, we have the best shot at taking care of our people and enough to share. When I sent my list of pre-election preparedness to my parents, feeling both too paranoid and also definitely not paranoid enough, I thanked them. My mom, a rural kid from Western New York, who has kept a tiny wedge of land 
that her dad once built a house on in our family for the sole purpose of having access to fresh water spring. And my dad, who came to this country as a refugee and survived all manner of collapses, including one civil war, and packed all number of bags for midnight escapes and making it through life in a refugee camp. My mom wrote back, Lowell, we taught you to be prepared, but we're finding ourselves not very prepared at all right now. Amen, amen. Many of us may feel the same way. These days are, as Indy Samrajiva says, quite normal. Just like him, we go to work, we go out, we date, we see people suffering, dying, protesting all around, and we think about dinner, and we too suffer, protest, hold the fragility of life in our hands and hearts, and we still have to figure out dinner. As he says, what you're feeling is exactly how it feels. It's Saturday or it's Sunday, and we're thinking about food while the world is on fire, and this is our normal lives. And so we have to pack all those bags for what will serve us and our people in this normal. We have to rub our tummies and pat our heads, doing everything we can to protect and defend and participate in the current system we have, while holding as people of faith, as people of spirit and conscience, a vision of a system that serves justice and liberation, doing what we can at the same time for the survival of ourselves and our wider communities. It is harder than rubbing and patting, I think. And gratefully, we also know so many people who have been here before, who have been to this moment in hope and in prayer, probably some of you in this community. So many people all over the world and in the history of this broken, terrible, budding country have fought to transform the shards of an imperfect system into something that can feed, house, heal, educate, create peace. And many of those people have risked so much in that transformation at the same moment that they laid survival plans for their dear ones and unapologetically imagined worlds where we don't start with shards or violent systems, but with vision and with values. From when Ella's song was written and for many months and years from now, we will rise from the wreckage with tears and with courage, fighting for life. And we have come from people who have risen from wreckage. Those of us guests in worship this morning with you today, Sana and Reverend Renwa and I, we have risen from all kinds of wreckages, from partition in South Asia, from civil war in Vietnam, from uprisings and centuries of colonialism, from our parents and our own immigration to this country. We every single one of us have people in our spiritual or in our community lineage who in hope and in prayer have in some way been right here. Let's take a moment, if you're willing, to honor those who have been here, who can be sources of wisdom and grounding. 
So if you have access to the chat, I invite you to share in it the name of someone who has lived through some piece of what we face, who may be bringing you courage and comfort these days. I have brought this morning a photo of my grandmother, of my dad's mother, to be with me. So if there's someone who's been in your heart or on your mind, who has touched some piece of where we are today, if you want to share that name in chat to honor them, say the name out loud, text it to a friend. Someone who knows what it is to think about dinner and text voters while the world seems to collapse around us. Honoring the names that are being shared in chat that maybe we're writing in a journal or holding in our heart. When the war in Vietnam was ending and my father's family was on the losing side, my grandma, this woman right here, she packed a lot of bags. She packed some with silks to sell, to try to buy plane tickets to France. She packed some cash that quickly became useless as the new government declared a new currency. And she packed the bags that eventually made it to Wisconsin, to America, to an imperfect beginning that meant survival. Writer, facilitator Adrian Marie Brown writes in her book, Pleasure Activism, this is a time when everyone needs to bring our best selves. Her words, we are actively making a case for our species to exist on this beautiful planet. Can we be just? Can we practice freedom together? Can we rediscover right relations with each other, including between humans and the earth? Can we remember what it is to be alive with each other? beyond suffering and survival. She says, I believe yes, against all evidence to the contrary. This is the heart to me of what it means to you, you the vote this morning, October 18th, 2020. It means that we believe yes, despite all evidence to the contrary. It means we pack all of those bags to participate in this democracy, to defend it in the name of transforming it. And we pack our bags for long haul organizing, long haul survival, as if our lives depend on it because they do. In hope, in prayer, we find ourselves here where so many of our people, all of these names, that I am honored to be able to read in our chat today, where so many of our people have been before. In hope and in prayer, we're right here. <laughs> 